God gives an amazing promise at the beginning of the book of Revelation. This promise is directed at every believer, and the reward it offers is so great that we cannot help but get excited about reading the book of Revelation. What promise are we talking about? Let's find out more in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast in which we learn how we can keep watch and find hope as we grow in our understanding of Bible prophecy. This is Steve Miller. In the previous episode, we looked at one of the great truths found in Revelation chapter 1, the fact that the book of Revelation is meant to be read. In this episode, we're going to look at another great truth from Revelation 1 and why it's so important for us today. The book of Revelation opens with a profound promise. Here's what we read in Revelation 1 verse 3. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Restated more simply, the Lord is telling us that everyone who reads, hears, and obeys the book of Revelation will be blessed. This promise alerts us to two important truths. First, the fact we can be blessed by revelation means God wrote this book for our benefit. And second, for us to experience this blessing, we need to keep what is written in it, which means to take it to heart and let it influence how we live. The word blessed is so widely misused today that it's easy for us to miss what is being promised here. In Revelation 1-3, the word blessed is the same word Jesus used several times in Matthew chapter 5 in a message he gave that is widely known as the Beatitudes. In that message, Jesus repeatedly promised blessing upon those who live the way God wants them to live. For example, he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And Jesus goes on and gives several more statements in which he promises blessing to those who exhibit certain attitudes or characteristics. This blessedness refers to a genuine happiness that is deep, supernatural, and satisfying. It is an inner contentment that only God can provide. This contrasts with the superficial happiness that the world offers, which is based on positive external circumstances that are fleeting and temporary. It is this very kind of happiness that God promises to those who read the book of Revelation. As we read this prophetic book and learn what it says about Christ's exalted state, the church's need for purity, God's plan to replace wickedness with righteousness, the wonders that await us in heaven and eternity, and even more, we will be blessed. We will know true happiness, the kind that God gives. As we learned in the previous podcast, there are many people who say that the book of Revelation is a source of confusion and controversy. However, the very fact we can be blessed by reading Revelation refutes that idea. As we learned in the previous podcast, Revelation is meant to be read. With all of that in mind, let's take a closer look at how we can experience this blessing. 
we're going to look at two things. First, the means of blessing. That is, how the blessing comes to us. And second, we'll look at the sources of this blessing, what it is in Revelation that brings blessing to us. First, the means. How do we receive this blessing? Revelation 1.3 tells us to read this book, hear it, and keep it. In the original Greek text of the New Testament, these words are all in the present tense. In other words, we are to keep reading, keep hearing, and keep obeying the truths in Revelation. This tells us that the book has ongoing relevance to us. When the Apostle John wrote that we are to read this book out loud and hear it, he was referring to the public speaking of Scripture to all believers in a church. Back in those days, people didn't have their own copies of the Bible, and it was common for one person to read Scripture out loud during church so others could hear and benefit from God's Word. And the way that Revelation 1-3 is written makes a connection from reading or hearing the words of Revelation to keeping those words. If we want blessing, it's not enough to simply read or hear what is said. We must keep what is written in it. Here, the word keep literally translates to continually hold fast to. We are to hold fast to what is written in this book. That is, we are to put our learning into action. The truths in Revelation are meant to influence how we live. As James 1.22 says, we shouldn't only be hearers of the word, but we should be doers as well. Now this brings up an important point. The fact we're called to keep the book of Revelation confirms that it is practical. Even though the book is mostly about the future, that future has life-changing relevance to us today. It should shape how we live. So if anyone tells you that the book of Revelation isn't relevant, point them to Revelation 1-3. This isn't just a book for us to read and hear, but a book for us to continually hold fast to and obey. So hearing, reading, and keeping are the means by which we will be blessed. Next, let's look at the sources of those blessings. Revelation is filled with both spiritual wisdom and practical guidance. When we let its truths permeate our lives, we will experience the genuine inner happiness that God promises. I'll list just a few of those sources of blessings here. First, as we read about God's plans for the future, and as we look back on God's perfect track record of fulfilling Bible prophecies, we realize that He is all-powerful and all-knowing. God has already planned how history will unfold. He determines what will take place before it ever happens. This tells us that He is totally sovereign over all things, and His knowledge of the future is perfect. Knowing these truths about God gives us an assurance that blesses us. Second, in Revelation chapters 2 and 3, Jesus gives the church directions on what to do and what not to do. You'll remember in Colossians 3, verses 9 and 10, that Paul exhorts us to put off the old self and put on the new self. That's exactly what Jesus does in Revelation 2 and 3. He praises believers for living according to the new self 
and he rebukes them when they live as the old self. Revelation chapters 2 and 3 are all about living as Christ wants us to live, and as we do this, we are blessed. Third, most of Revelation talks about the future, the end times, Christ's return, the millennial kingdom, the new heavens and new earth. As we read about what is to come, we are constantly reminded that the things of earth are temporary. They won't last. So reading Revelation helps us to remember to live with an eternal perspective. It reminds us to store our treasures in heaven and not on earth. Learning how to live with an eternal perspective is yet another way that we are blessed. Fourth, Revelation ends by proclaiming Christ's triumphant return to earth. He will rule as King of kings and Lord of lords. And after the millennial kingdom comes the new heavens and new earth. We have a spectacular future ahead of us. Revelation chapters 21 and 22 give us an exciting glimpse of what is to come. It's just mind-boggling. And yes, all of this is a source of blessing to us. Those are just some of the ways that Revelation brings blessing to us. Now here's another interesting point. The promise given in Revelation 1-3 is repeated at the end of the book. In Revelation 22, verse 7, we read this, Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. So again, we are promised blessing. And this time, the emphasis is on keeping the words of this book. Again, we are to let Revelation have an impact on how we live. So what are some of the ways that Revelation can influence us? Well, it helps us to grow in our longing for Christ to return. It helps us to grow in our desire to see Christ bring justice and righteousness to this world. It helps us to recognize the importance of purity in our lives, of putting on the new self and putting off the old. And it helps us to know more about Christ himself, which leads to a greater love and appreciation for him. Every single one of these benefits is a major source of blessing for us. As we interact with and hold to the truths in the book of Revelation, we are sure to be blessed. That promise is stated at the beginning of the book and at the end. And if you've been a Christian for any length of time, you know that God keeps every one of his promises. So as you dig into the book of Revelation, be ready to be blessed with the kind of happiness that is real and lasting, the kind that brings inner joy and contentment. Thank you very much for joining me for this episode of Foreshadows Report. My prayer is that you've been blessed by what you've heard Truly, God made all of Bible prophecy to be a source of blessing for us. This is one of the reasons that we can say with great enthusiasm, keep watch and find hope. When we are alert to what Bible prophecy has to say, our hearts are filled with hope. And that is certainly true about the book of Revelation. It is filled with many truths that bless us and give us hope. And be sure to join me for our next episode in which we will talk about yet another great truth in Revelation chapter 1. And in case you're not aware, 
I post messages daily on my Telegram messenger channel, which is also called Foreshadowed Report. If you haven't yet subscribed to my post on Telegram, you can find a link for doing this by going to my website at stevemillerresources.com. That's stevemillerresources.com. And in closing, I want to give a heartfelt thank you to Harvest House Publishers, which has been very supportive of this podcast and has supplied all the resources to make it available. <laughs>